Hi, my name is Rachel Perry. I am a 48 years old, grey-haired curve model. I'm going to be your host for Out of the Bubble podcast. I started a new career aged 46 modelling, and over on social media I found so many amazing, inspiring women over 40 who are really embracing midlife and leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, helping to break down the stereotypical middle-aged barriers. So I thought it would be fun to share them with you. Welcome back to the next episode of Out of the Bubble. And my next guest is a woman I first met probably about 30 odd years ago. Um, And although we lost touch, I've admired and watched her progress from afar. Samantha Sweet is the co-founder of award-winning beauty and nail distribution company, Sweet Squared. So welcome, Samantha. Thanks, Rachel. It will be about, because how old will you have been? About 19, I think. Actually, I was yeah, when I when I first started dating yeah. your ex-husband's best mate. Um, I think I was seventeen. Yeah. So we've known well, each other. I think other. I was about fifteen. I know I was yeah. younger than you. Yeah, we've known each other a long, long time. Yeah. The Rose and Crown and the yes. Mallard years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was super shy and really lacked confidence. And I, the thing that I, that struck me about you instantly was you were just exuberant and confident. Oh, Even at that you. age, you were just full a, of a life. Pain in the arse. No, you weren't. You were lively <laughs> and full of confidence. And, and I can see that that's just grown. You've always been like that. Well, I think um, we were talking about, you know, your new career and, mm. and, and the, what, what these things bring to the table. But I think when you do something you love mm. and you can talk about what you love in a really in in a manner because you believe in it passionately Mm. um that definitely does exude uh confidence for sure as a teenager i just loved life yeah i remember my mum going to school and them sort of being very serious you know during a levels and they said you know what do you see for your daughter growing up and my mum turned around and said to have a bloody good time brilliant (laughs) And I thought, nice one, yeah, Mum. Because perfect. although I did get one A level, mm. um, that was never going to be my my sort of route. I love being with people, and you know, I kind of went off on my merry way to the states for four years and mm. worked in a tennis resort and learnt customer experience that way. And yeah. no one does that as as well as the no. uh, Americans do. So, yeah. So, to those that don't know about Sweet Squared, how mm. would you describe it? Well, we are a marketing and distribution company, but we are not like a, a sort of a traditional cheap wholesaler. And not that I'm putting down wholesalers, mm. you've got Sally's. Anyway, you've got these various ones around the country, but we, on the other hand, only want to have brands that we absolutely passionately believe in and know like the back of our hands. Yeah. We have what we consider best in show of brands. So... For example, uh, CND, Mm. Creative Nail Design. I've represented that brand since I was uh, 19, 20 years old through my mum originally who brought it into the country. And CND turned 40 this year. We're kind of having a whole year of 40th celebrations. Mm. Uh, So they started in 1979. And what I love about the brand is that they manufacture so there's nothing that i couldn't explain to you if you said to me sam i i want to learn to do nails professionally yeah there's nothing that we can't explain about the products how they work why you do what you do why you wouldn't do something 
at the end of the day with nails, and this should be the same with any company, but it isn't, the integrity of the natural nail plate and nail itself mm. on anybody should be what you care for most of all. Mm. So this sort of using harsh abrasives like your dad's old brown emery board that you would find <laughs> in some random yes. drawer that always yeah. men used to have. The lower the grit number, the higher, the harsher it is. So those are like 80, 100 grit files, whereas on a natural nail, you shouldn't use anything less than a 240. Okay. So it's just that time. It's being able to take somebody through from the beginning through to, you know, actually applying a nail enhancement or applying a gel polish, removal of that, all the what to do's, what not mm. to do's, so that they are performing safe treatments on the general public. Yeah. But just like so many other um, areas of the industry in this country, there are no specific laws. So people go, well, I've got an MVQ. But remember, MVQ is like the minimum yeah. level. Yeah. So when you do private training with a company like Sweet Squared, we know every inch of it. And mm. we're multi-award winning in our education mm. because we, we really take it so seriously. Mm. It's like the it's like our culture it's the cornerstone of who we are yeah so that there's a big difference there we so we have cnd and we have another brand called light elegance which really specializes in hard gels especially the glitters which mm. our country loves glitters yeah. we have a fabulous tanning brown moroccan tan we do lashes we do waxing the no ouch wax one which right. is fabulous and we also have kevin murphy sasha one and alter ego in hair so Three very different brands, but all all very much on, especially Kevin Murphy, uh, like our, the bottles that everything is in will be 100% ocean waste, ocean waste plastic by the end of this year. That's really So good. every single time we're creating yeah. our packaging, we are taking waste yeah. out of the ocean, which is huge. Yeah, and other, really other companies are like, oh, well, we've done it 10%, we've done it 20%. This is 100%. Yeah, we've gone the whole hog. And yeah. we're the only... Kevin Murphy is the only company to do that. Yeah. When did your passion begin for the nail industry then? How old were you? Well, I'll be honest with you. When I came back from the States, my mum, I, I, I sort of had a, a year in Spain and then I came back home again and my mum was like, begged me to work in the salon. And I was a bit of a snotty biatch, actually. I'm like, working that? Well, what am I going to do? Like, it was some distasteful thing. <laughs> she said, well, you can answer the phone. And I'm like, answer the phone? Anyway, it was quite funny because I literally could have had them all on catheters and drips 24 hours a day. They, and they never, they weren't allowed breaks. They didn't have lunch. Um, <laughs> but my, my sort of training from... Uh, the Colony Beach Tennis Resort on mm. Longboat Key, Sarasota, which is where I work. You know, it was as such that I love dealing with people and I was very good at that. So mm. I, mum said, just give me a year. If you hate it, go back to Florida. But mm. if you don't, then... So I sort of got into it more and more and I learned to do a course with my mum because, mm. they, you know, that was, that was in the days of two-day beginner's courses, which it's now a seven-day beginner's mm. course. But I think it was when we had a trade show. It was the first nail ever trade show over here. And it was at some dodgy hotel in Earl's Court. And uh, Jan Arnold, who, she's Jan Nordstrom Arnold. Jan's dad, Dr. Stuart Nordstrom, was a dentist. This is how this all started. Right. 
and Jan and her brother Jim took creative nail design to the heights of where it got to in the mm. mid 90s when they originally first sold the company right but Jan is this extraordinary um person who just I mean literally makes you passionate immediately mm. about anything and everything she's very unique in her look she's uh incredibly um uh, she's an inc incredible on-stage speaker, etc. And and she came to this event and she'd organized a Harley-Davidson bike the, to sort of be this prop, if you will, in the middle of the show. And of course, everybody was sort of straddle straddling yeah. it and having a, a picture with what was then the bricks of mobile phones yeah. that we had. But I remember listening to her and looking at, you know, the team that they bought over and I suddenly thought, you know what, I'm kind of getting into this. Who would have ever thought nails? Mm. But then later on, Jan had said to me, um, I'd done what they called boot camp, and boot camp is the train the trainer. Right. And I'd done it, um, not really, but because I wasn't really good at doing nails. My mum was bloody mm. genius at it, but I missed the gene pool <laughs> and the artistry <laughs> on that area. Uh, but I love the business side. But she said, you should do PR. She said, you're passionate about the brand. The editors in London will love you. Mm -hmm. All they have to do is love you and they'll write about it. Yeah. And and she was right. That's old school PR mm -hmm. I got to know. I mean, I, I know all of them to this day, except mm -hmm. for they were assistants when I first started. Now they're all beauty directors. Yeah. But I think I just sort of found my niche. And having loved fashion all mm -hmm. my life... Mm -hmm. And at 16, wanting to be Cindy Crawford, even mm. though that was well, never going to happen. Well, you did have, you did have the long curly <laughs> I hair. I did have, yeah. oh God, I long wish, I wish. But, uh, you know, she was always my favourite supermodel. And, um, you know, when I realised that 5'7 and sort of size 12 at the time was not going to make a catwalk model. Mm. But, funnily enough, through nails, which I've managed to do so many things around the world... I do backstage fashion shows every London yeah. Fashion Week. Yeah. I've actually met Linda Evangelista, which was oh, an wow. absolute yeah, she's moment. She's one of my favourites. Oh, yeah. But I haven't met Cindy. Um, mm. yes. But I feel like she's like one person away from, you know, yeah. from me meeting her one day. All those things that I love have, have kind of become part of what I do. People will be like, well, why the hell do you need nails at London Fashion Week? But if you think about the fact that you get close-ups on feet... Yeah. And you'll know this hands, yeah. accessories, high-heeled shoes. Mm. Well, if you've got skanky toenails yeah. and bloody horrible bitten fingers, holding your Louis Vuitton handbag is not going to yeah. be, you know, it's not going to look good. So we kind of made the designers feel like they they had to have yeah. us. And once we started, it was like, well, we can't not have them yeah. now. So but what we tend to do is we don't want to, anybody could paint nails. I could send my 19-year-old Dexter to London Fashion Week and paint a new nail. It wouldn't be difficult to do. What we want to do is have more of a story. So, you know, we'll we'll find out what the designer's vision is and, yeah. you know, okay, um, the whole story behind it, the mood boards, and then figure out, you know, what will be the perfect ending to walking down that catwalk and, you know, taking that stance in mm. front of the cameras at the end. What's going to finish off his look, mm. nail and toe-wise, if toes are involved, because yeah. they're not always. So it's kind of all come together yeah. because... Uh, you know, I never did... Actually, I did model once. Did you? I went... There was a... Um, 
you wouldn't even recognise me, and thank God, because I actually look like <laughs> Zelda from Terror Hawks. I had to wear this huge wig. But uh, two uh, guys that we used to do nails for, two designers, Vin and Amy, uh, had me walk the catwalk oh, for them. Brilliant. And I thought I was going to puke before I walked <laughs> out there. But you know what? Bucket bucket, uh, yeah. bucket list check. Walk the catwalk yeah. in London. But how did you feel months. afterwards? Uh, thrilled to bits that I didn't fall over on yeah. a really high pair of shoes, which mm. they at first they wanted us to walk like we were in a funeral procession, which was harder mm. to do in high heels. Yeah than it was to, to walk normally, thank yeah. God. It, w- it would have taken 10 hours to do the show with 40 <laughs> old models if we carried that on. So, But no, I'm like, okay, done that. But my mum called me and she goes, I thought you were going to look beautiful. And I'm <laughs> like, no, because they, they're all about shock. So mm. huge wigs and your the lipstick wasn't even, it was put on all over like you smeared your face in the dirt. Oh, I'm going to have you know, to see but, these oh, photos. God, <laughs> absolutely horrific, but you'll laugh anyway. <laughs> So you're, because obviously you you are, it's integral, isn't it? Nail business with fashion. Yeah. It is, it's, it's a yeah. key part of it, ten, really. 10 yes. or 20 fashion accessories on the yeah. end of your fingers and toes, yeah. And so because you've been involved in the in the fashion industry through that, what's your take on the kind of ageism that's, that's around as a 50-year-old woman as well now? Does oh it, God. can you see it from... from do you know the accidental icon? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I love, love her. her. I yeah. do too. So yeah. I I follow her because I just I I was brought up. My mum's very traditional, and I think she's traditional because her mum was. It was sort of like you know, whenever you go out, you should always look perfect because you never know who you're going to meet, and which isn't a bad no. way to be. Yeah. But I'm also very comfortable in coming into work with no makeup at all. Mm. I, I don't think, oh my God, I can't have anybody see yeah. me like this. I really don't feel like that. And my mum also would be like, oh, well, I don't think you should wear a skirt that short your age. And I'm like, mum, you know, F off, basically. Mm. I mean, I love my mum to bits, but it's like, look, I have decent legs. There's one thing yes. I have yeah. is good legs. Yeah. I don't see why suddenly you have to turn an age and suddenly become mm. some old grandma. So I'm... I think it's brilliant to see these women who are actually um, beautiful in their 70s. I'm trying to think of that other fabulous model who uh, she does... uh, May Musk. uh, Well, there's her. I was going to mention her. The Tesla dude's mama. Oh. He's the guy, Elon Musk's mum. Yes. Um, But there's also a very beautiful woman who models in New York Fashion Week when they do the charity shows. And she's got fabulous white silver hair and she just looks incredible. And I think she's coming up to 80. Mm. And you just would, you know, and she'll be in some beautiful red Carolina Herrera mm. dress or whatever. Goals. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. what I <laughs> but and I just think, do you know, and you well, think about it, Cindy, Linda, Naomi. Mm. They're all coming up to mid fifties yeah. now. I mean, look at Naomi Campbell; she's yeah, bloody amazing. fantastic, yeah, really and so does Cynthia and yeah. Linda. Yeah. So I think that I think that we've proven that you don't suddenly have to look like you know grandma mm. baking cakes, even if maybe your style isn't to be as avant garde and maybe not be like the accidental icon who mm. I love all her quirky deconstructed yeah. looks and everything. Maybe if that isn't your thing, that's fine, but it can be your thing on yeah. nails. And yes. that's where I think that, um, or even in hair, you know, some of these baby pinks and blues actually look really fabulous. Yeah. But I think when you think about nails, well, think about hair first of all. If you have your hair done, 
you have to look in a mirror to see it. Mm. If you have a facial, you generally don't want to look in the mirror for an hour until yeah. you're done. And if you have uh, your nails done, you've got 10 digits that are instant gratification. Mm. You can look at them straight away and your toes. And we, we sometimes we, we have quite a lot of girls who very wonderfully do um, help people who are going through cancer um, mm. treatment. And, you know, they're in hospital. They can't do very much, but they can look at those fingers and yeah, they can get a lot of pleasure out of them and yeah. their toes. So for me, it's instant gratification and buying a nail polish is not a no-brain. It's a no-brainer. You're mm. not spending, well, unless you're buying Chanel. And that's it. Yeah. You're only spending £24 because it's such Chanel on the bottle, yeah. not because it's any better. The, the professional ones are better. Mm. Sorry, Chanel. I do love you, but... <laughs> I think it's just one of those treatments where you can go over the top if you want to because you can change it that quickly if yeah. it's so you so if your inner inner self won't let you be quirky in the accidental icon type of way you can be quirky in your own way with your fingers or your toes. That's a really good point. I haven't yeah. really thought about it like that. But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 how I look at it anyway. Mm. You know, that inner naughty self, you can let out in that way and not yeah. be too over the top. You can just look at them. I'm going to take a photograph of you. Oh, God. Later. They're fabulous. Well, they're, they're a little bit, what is it, wicked ice queen, aren't they? But um, this was just playing. So that that's not me, by the way. It was one of the girls was playing. It's not me, but I haven't, I'm having them done next week, so I haven't taken it off yet. <laughs> is it, am I right, I think it is a very female, female orientated business? Well, percentage-wise, yes. Mm. However, you know, we also live in a world where the word me is very important because we have she's and he's, we have yeah. them's. You know, we're actually a very progressive company in the sense that uh, we also have a transgender um, person working for us. Mm -hmm. And it's actually been a pleasure to to see this happen yeah. from the off. And we've been very supportive because this is the world that we live in, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, to make that decision, that's a that's a hard yeah. one to go through the yeah. things that they have to, to yeah. go through. But um, because of that... You know, you've got these, you've got all your fabulous drag queens. Mm. I mean, they love all this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and they one look of, amazing. Some of them look amazing. Oh, God, their makeup. Yeah. I mean, they're absolutely phenomenal. So, you know, but guys tend to have bigger fingernails. And because of maybe what they do, it's not something that they would necessarily... You, you do them as an enhancement. You probably create them and stick them on for the evening yeah. and remove but things like minks and the you know the um the gold and silver foils that you can yes. stick on those are great for that type of um personality but i suppose we there are guys like even Steven Tyler from Aerosmith yeah, and yeah. others who paint their nails yeah. so you'll see there's a picture of him he did a residency in Vegas and he had some picture and his mm. nails were black and i'm like good on you yeah um but there's always a story so i mean it, the obviously the female side is definitely more mm. but i think to make sure that we cover all of that. It shouldn't be about her or him. Mm. It should be about me. And I don't mean me, yes. me. Yeah. I mean, you know, whether you're, whoever me is, you should be able to tailor that to yeah. yourself. Yeah. So and what about the actual business side of things? Because mm. you run this business with, with your husband. I do. Which My is thing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but how, 
how difficult is it to get that work home life balance between the two of you honestly for us it's it's all we've ever known mm. um i met sam because he came over here to teach a, a boot camp a train the trainer on, on behalf of cnd and my mum was also uh, training the boot camp with him and within three days i'd fallen absolutely head over heels with in love with him and um six months later he moved over here it was a big thing for him he hadn't been um he was living with his aunt at the time he didn't have any children he wasn't married so it was easy for him also it was a great steal for us because he was a brilliant educator and nail professional so it was kind of it was really good for the business not that it not that it was only done because of that wasn't at all but it was you know a good uh coup to, to to have him but when he moved over, we were living at Ridge Close in Geisley, where I was when I, when, yeah. when we first met. And there was, it was like, it, honest to God, it was like dynasty. There was mum and dad. There was my brother and his sometimes girlfriend. There was me, my oldest, Hayden. And, and then Sam moved in. And, you know, it was, and of course, it was a traditional sort of five six bedroom house one house bathroom there wasn't bloody en suites yeah. everywhere like yeah. there are now and i remember a friend of ours saying I, I wish we would have done it we could have been like keeping up with the kardashians yes. before they'd even thought about yes. it but he said you should video this he said the bathroom rotation in the morning is hilarious <laughs> it's like it's the funniest thing i've ever seen i wish i could film it but we all sort of lived and worked together and even though on paper it sounds horrific it was actually some glorious days, you know, of growing what was at the time my parents' business, which was originally uh, Designer Nails. Mm -hmm. It's so funny, I can't imagine not working with Sam. We don't get home, he has a, he has an office at home, and my favourite area is the kitchen sitting room. I, you know, I like yeah. to cook, I like to watch movies and that kind of thing. So he unwinds by gaming, he's a real geek. Mm -hmm. And I unwind by watching movies that I've probably seen a hundred times already you know but if we need to talk like when we went away for my birthday we, we went to the Maldives that was a bucket list thing too. I'd always yeah, wanted to go yeah. yeah now 15 years I've wanted to go so I figured that was a good 50th yeah. prezi and we both read the same books and then on night time we like sounds very sort but we like played chess he was teaching me how to play chess and we were talking about these books and how we could integrates a brilliant book it's called the five dysfunctions of a team hmm. it was a, it's a, an awesome book and how we integrated it into our leadership team here because we both have just such a passion for it so it's hmm. never been as a team you have to recognize that somebody has to have control hmm. now sam is officially the ceo md yeah. whatever you want to call him i wouldn't do that position for all the tea in china it's, it's not where my hmm. talents lay hmm. And so, you know, you have to recognize that when you all agree something, you leave that room all agreeing, even if it was like a, a three to one or a two to one, you know, even yeah. if you're the one that maybe you didn't agree, you don't go out and start bitching about yeah. it. You're on side. But we've never actually had that happen because we've understood that from, you know, the chaos that was in 2007. Mm you know, we realized exactly what we didn't want to do, mm. uh, which made us really focus on what we did want to do. But for us, the focus is the professional. We're all about serving the pro mm. with love and respect, which is our sort of, yeah. our mantra. And at first people were like, love and respect? What the hell is that? And I'm like, well, 
think about it, right? Seriously, who doesn't want love and respect in their lives? Mm. We deal, we, I mean, we deal across the beauty company, the beauty industry now, but when we first started, it was really just nails. It, yeah. was, it was CND. That yeah. was the one brand we had. It's the one brand we know, still know, absolutely off the top of our heads, everything about it, the history, the culture. Um, our business partner, Jim Nordstrom, was the CEO of that company. So we there's so much that comes to the table. Why be the same as everybody else if you can be unique? We only had one person who sort of, I just don't understand it. And it was within the first two weeks of us kind of opening a mm. sweet squad. Otherwise, it's very unique. Mm. But within the nail industry, girls, many girls have come into it because they are artistically talented, mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily academically talented. Yeah. So maybe at school they weren't good at math, yeah. science, whatever. My opinion is, and it's my humble opinion, but everybody has a talent. Yeah, I completely agree. And just, if you're, just because yeah. you're not a bloody e equals MC squared mm -hmm. wizard, or you're not great at chemistry or biology, mm -hmm does not mean that you don't have talents no. elsewhere. And I'm telling you, so many of these girls have paid for their education. They've put themselves through um, nail school, through you know their foundation courses. They've gone through to becoming masters. They have invested. And they, a lot of them, are the main breadwinners mm. in their family. You know, they are the ones that are putting mm. food on the table from doing nails. Yeah. To me, that is a, it makes my my mm. hair stand on end, you know, because I feel like we've, we've yeah. done something there. We've helped these girls and they have helped yeah. themselves and they should be so proud, I think, of what they do mm. because... But equally so should you because, well, because look am. at what you've achieved. Do you find taking kind of um, praise does it come naturally to you or do you struggle with that um because you you have created something special here yeah and, and you know i've read comments from from other women on your facebook page and stuff yeah. there's a lot of admiration out there because you have helped empower you know this particular group of women yeah i think um i want to take the creative stance and go thank you <laughs> um but Sam and I are both pretty humble. We do it because we love it and because we feel it's the right thing to do. I would prefer to have, um, you know, creative, expert, talented nail pros out there doing a great job on the public mm. uh, because they love what they do and they're passionate about what they do than be a company that's like, yeah, yeah, you can buy our products. I don't care if you don't have a certificate. Don't care if you're not using this that and the other I don't care if you mix in mm. everybody's stuff together whatever i'm just after your money that's mm. that's absolutely a thousand percent what we don't want to be so i am very proud of what we've done it's sort of 13 years a, a, a week ago i think mm. we turned 13 and um you know though as i think i said on a on a post on facebook there were those that said they'll never do it mm. and that wasn't really like a a red rag to a bull it's just those that said that were only interested in one thing and that's money mm. and we wanted to do something so much more than that mm. and I think when you do it from the heart when you do it from the passion of loving what you do mm. that comes because 
I know that I want to be loyal to companies that have done a nice job for me or hotels that have yeah. you know welcomed me back when I wasn't expecting it or remembered that I actually love the telegraph crossword and I get the telegraph in the morning or it's little things mm. like that not big things mm. it doesn't cost them very much at all and I'm always saying to customer experience you know don't forget the cards we have these sweet squared cards and inside it says love and respect so they can write whatever they want mm. and you know I, I'm like, do it from the heart. You're on the phone to somebody, she tells you she's moving salon and oh my God, it's so stressful and you take her order and you maybe pop a little thing. I said, that's the sort of person where you want to send a little card and just say, it's Chloe, I dealt with you today. Just yeah. just email, you know, just wanted to handwrite and say, mm-hmm. best of luck with the new move to the salon. I hope it all goes wonderfully. Now, one of our girls actually did do that. Mm. And this lady just, she went, you know, she, social media, she just yeah. said, nobody does this. Yeah. This is unique. Yeah. And sometimes it floors me that our competitors, and, you know, we've got some great, competitors and friends out on the playing field mm. that we've we've all been weaned up in this together we've mm. known each other for years but it does sometimes strike me where I think I'd be going oh, bloody hell why don't we do that yes. why don't we do that and then I think maybe they just don't do it because they're just not as bothered mm. I mean hey I'm mm. fine that they're not doing mm. it that yeah. we are and they're not yeah. but I it does I do sometimes think bloody hell I get the sense just from talking to you because you're so passionate about it which is just amazing (laughs) that this almost isn't like a job to you it's just because you love it so much I do I do which is such a a a rare thing isn't it to find something that you really do love to do for a job well especially as I was such so snotty about Mm. it to begin yes (laughs) (laughs) you know I mean you know I do I thank my mum every day because you know she a lot of people especially in Yorkshire know Gigi Rouse because she did their nails she was the only person doing nails at Mm. one time and then she started teaching and there are so many girls out there who are my age now who are still sat at the desk doing nails Mm. they've got full books I mean some of them bless them have probably not done a class in 20 odd years but they're like yeah but Gigi trained me you know so it's okay um but you know what they're fully booked they've got loyal customers mm. and they make a decent living mm. you know my nail pro chloe used to work for us she used to run the uh, store downstairs mm. for eight years and i think she just kind of like I, th- I think you get to a point where you just think i don't want to do this anymore mm. and she so she's uh, got her own little place uh, in horsford um, actually it's in a, a hair salon called Scandal mm. they're a hilarious bunch in there and she has worked tire- tirelessly and she is absolutely rammed and I book in I've got my appointments through to December just so I mm. make sure yeah. because this is how when you are good at what you do yeah. Chloe Abbott everybody <laughs> Chloe Cordelia Nails um, in Horsburgh above Scandal but she you know she's a fabulous nail pro so is Cat Wilson Britton. She's another one who's just a little bit further down in um, Carverley. I mean, there are some really talented girls out there. Mm. And um, yeah, when you find one, you, you want to make sure that you get in. Um, I guess to, to sort of initially to answer, yes, I do love what I do. And I don't want to do that thing where people go, oh, well, you know, you could sell in five years. Because I've seen people who look young act young you think bloody hell they're 
like in their 60s and they're like darting around the place and then they retire mm. and it's like within a year it's like they've aged 10 yeah. years and I don't want that yeah. to happen so I'm happy to take a little bit more time if it means Sam and I can maybe take a longer weekend here or there. Because yeah. I actually would really like to see girlfriends on occasion. Yes. You know, the odd lunch or yeah. something. And, and I never really get to do that very much. Um, but otherwise, I'm happy just to, to keep on going. As long as we're doing the job that we need to do for the professional, yeah. then I'm, I'm happy with that. So you were 50 last year? 50 in March this 50. year. So how, yeah. how, did, how do you feel now you're 50? Has well, anything well, changed? Well, you have that whole bloody year before to think about well, I've it, got, don't That's you? my year this Is year, it, yeah. 50 next year. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, you, you've got that whole year before to think about it. And I was trying to think if something's changed. And then I sort of, you know, you take a leaf out. It's just a bloody number. Mm. You know, what if they what if they got my birth wrong? And I'm actually really 1972 and I'm actually three and a half years younger yeah. than I should be. You know, I mean, you just, my skin's good, I think, for yeah. my age. I still haven't had Botox yet, mm. but I'm thinking of that. But yeah. not to look weird. Mm. I don't want to look like one of those yeah. plastic people. Sorry, people who've had Botox <laughs> that may look a bit plastic, but I don't want to look like that. Like the American, you know, yes, when you just yeah. see that typical look, yeah. I don't want to look like that. Some of the most beautiful women like Lauren Bacall, and yeah. you see that yeah. they're just, you know, I mean, even Julia Roberts, you can yeah. see she hasn't done anything then. She mm. still looks fabulous. So, but yeah, I think you can't get your head around it. I'm an 80s chick, so mm. I just, I can remember so clearly what songs were in the charts, mm. what I was wearing. Yeah. And then after 1987, can't remember anything yeah. at all, but from 1981 to 87, I'm a bloody whiz. Yes. I'm your call a friend on yeah. music. On yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> 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 no, don't. If I get it wrong the one time I say that. So. But do you it's think your number. confidence has always been high? I mean, what flaws, what, what really do you struggle with? There must be things sometimes that you really find difficult to do in life that you've had to overcome. Hmm. Well, I'm not, I don't have a God-given talent artistically like mm. my mum does, which I think a lot of people would assume I would have. Yeah. My boys actually do. They're very artistic. I do I'm think it not. misses the generation. My mum's a fantastic baker. Really? I am useless. <laughs> but my, my children, are, are really my girls good. are really good. Yeah, Yeah. It's uh, the boys are good. My my grandmother was also an exceptional portrait painter. So, yeah, I guess I was missed there. So I think, I think what not now, but in my younger years, I did do nails and I did try to do nails. I just wasn't very good at doing nails. Mm. And I think on myself, I was good because I would perfect and perfect and perfect. But when I think of some of my clients, when I was living in, I was living in West Bridgeford in Nottingham at the time, I think, bloody hell, <laughs> God forbid. But you know, those were the days when it was still quite new. It was still innovative. So they were just like, oh, look, I didn't have nails and now I do. Even if they were five inches thick and mm. 12 feet long sort of thing you know absolutely awful but um what do I struggle with I suppose I'm I've all I think I'm a kind person and I don't like to think that there are people out there that don't like me yeah. now I've obviously come to the conclusion after t nearly 30 years in this industry that there are people who don't like sweet squad just because they don't want to like us yeah 
And maybe it's because they think, that, oh, they think they're so goody two-shoes or whatever. Well, that's fine. Mm. I'd prefer to be thought of like that than somebody who doesn't give a shit, basically. But, you know, I don't like to think that we're not liked for a reason. I'm I'm very upfront with people. I'll be Mm. like, we pissed you off. What have have I done or what have Mm. we done? How can we make it right? Mm. And... You know, I've had people complain about certain things and I look them up and they've never bought anything from Mm. us. And it's like, what? You know, if somebody's going to complain, at least let it be a customer. You know, they have a right to say what they want to say. But somebody who's never bought from us, that's just trolling. Mm. And and, and we do get that. Not all the time, but it's not nice. Mm. It's not nice when you do it. I don't know. I mean how super super famous people do it you know they say they don't read newspapers and stuff i'd have to be like that because i'm a super laws of attraction girl Mm. i'm literally if i can see it in my head Mm. i reckon i can hold it in my hand and so i do try and i am glass half full i i do try and always think all right that's a negative how can we turn it into a positive i'm i'm absolutely like that and i brought my boys up to be Mm. like that when Dexter was beside himself with the bloody A-levels, you know. And and I said, how is your attitude working out for you? Mm. I said, right now you're miserable, but you're miserable because you can't see the wood for the trees. What if you tried this, this and this? And I know that I did help mm. him with that. So Do you meditate? I'm trying. I've, I've got the app, Carl. Carl, it's brilliant, isn't oh, it? Oh, and I love yes, that I Tamara do. person. Yes. She's got a fabulous voice. And I yeah. sometimes do the... Um, you know, they do adult bedtime stories. Yes. I'm literally I always asleep. Fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard yeah. the end of no. uh, Matthew McConaughey's once yet. I'm like, <laughs> so obviously it works. Yeah. So, but I do, I really enjoy that. It's very, very calming. And I'm, I'm supposed to wake up and kind of do that um, 10 minute meditation with the breathing. Yeah. And I have done it, but I haven't done it every day. I need to get better at that. I do yoga. Mm. So we do that at work. And we have a wonderful uh, yoga teacher, Charlotte, who's just, she really is magnificent at, you could have your eyes closed and know exactly what she wants you to do. She's very good at describing stuff. And, mm. you know, so, but I'm not, you know, when you see people and the bloggers on Instagram, it's like, well, oh, what makeup do you use and all the rest? I'm a makeup hoe. If it looks good, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll try that or whatever. I feel very blessed. I feel blessed that Sam and I, you know, have the team that we have. We wouldn't be us without the guys out there. They're absolutely awesome. Mm. Our warehouse, but we ours is a square house, not a warehouse. Um, we're full of girls. And there is, you know, I don't care what anybody says, there is a difference between men and women, Mm. not just the obvious ones. And women can do 10 things at once Mm. and remember what they're doing. So picking, packing and ordering, they're absolutely brilliant Mm. at it. Whereas the guys tend to be in the bulk area. So, you know, if we need to get stuff down and, but actually we also have Alona who's brilliant on a forklift truck as Mm. well. So, you know, but it's been fun to see everything grow and, and and enormously proud to see that happen. Last it's fair to say as well, though, that you didn't. It's not. It's not come easily. You know, there were times when you had the initial business before that all collapsed for, for various reasons. And I did a read somewhere that you said that actually is one of the best things that ever happened to you from your worst moments. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my my parents decided to move to Spain, and in a very short nutshell of what could be a very long, laborious uh, story. <laughs> 
you know, they put somebody in charge of their business who had an agenda. Mm. And he followed through on that agenda. And, and basically, it was to get rid of family, keep the CND contract, mm. um, and, you know, open up a new company and, and it would all be his. Mm. And that's where Sam and I stepped in and said, we're going to go it alone. And, yeah. and we were the ones who won the contract. So and you've never been afraid of failing, have you? That's never been a, th- a thought in your head. Well, we call it what... Well, I don't think you can have that thought in your head, Rachel. I think if you go into something thinking, oh, but what if I fail? Because I think that does stop a lot of people from Laws trying Laws of things. attraction. Yeah. You're opening yourself up yeah. to failing. You have to be. You have to do a Richard Branson. Mm. And excuse me, read, readers, but fuck it, let's mm. just do it. Yeah. And I love his attitude on that because he has a book that I think is the, that name. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, mind you, he's got oodles and oodles of dosh, so he can afford to be, you know, to take risk more. But we did. We practically put our own children up for mortgage, you know, when we when we initially did this. But never in our minds, once we knew we'd won that contract, it wasn't even a thought that we would ever fail. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a big difference there. Um, some people are very suited to working for other people. Yeah. And I think some people, you have to have some people that are risk takers and that are willing to do that. Mm. And believe me, we've we've had we we've made a few cock ups. Mm. Um, one of them was a, a brand that we took on. Um, I won't say the name of the brand. Actually, I don't even know if they're around anymore. But it was some of your listeners may remember that there was this treatment called um shrink it was the shrinking violet treatment right and basically you um you take a human and you rub this oil all over their bodies mm. oh and before you do that you you measure their calves and their thighs and their arms and their waist and their boobs and their butts mm. and all the rest of it so you measure all of this then you rub this miracle oil then you wrap them up in basically cling film right shove them underneath blankets and leave them for an hour Mm. and i'm telling you right now i could wrap you in peanut butter and the same thing and the same thing would happen so then what they do is they then measure your carbs and your you know your thighs and all the rest of it again and and then they add up all these and go oh look you've lost 20 inches as a whole and then you drink a glass of water and it all goes back on again it's marketing BS. However, the person in charge was so adamant about it, and our Scottish team were just doing these things. We had person after person, I want to learn this, I want to learn this. Sam and I always want to know that what we say we can stand beside, you know, that, that we're telling the truth. Mm. And so we sent this product to America to two different uh, guys that we know very well in the R&D. And they came back and they said, she she simply cannot say what she's saying because that then puts it into a sort of a clinical era or area. And then, of course, you need to do trials. You need to do a certain amount of trials. You need to have a certain percentage of Mm. this, that, and the other happening. Mm. And the, the story behind it was, the oil sinks into you and it finds your fat cells. I mean, when I think about it now, I'm like, bloody hell. It finds your fat cells, which you have to think of as big, plump grapes. 
And then this oil penetrates the fat cells and it shrinks them and shrivels them to raisins. And it's like, okay. okay. <laughs> but then you have to ask yourself, well, where is all the toxins from your fat grapes to raisins going? Yeah. Is it affecting your liver? Is it affecting mm. anything? Is it coming out in your urine? Mm. Where is it going? So they, they sent us the findings back and just said, look, you just can't say this. But in between that time, she had pressured us and it's like, look, this person's really interested in this, but I need you guys to sign because we were we were also training with it as well. Mm. I mean, it was like this, you know, it was like the product of the moment. Mm. Anyway, when we got the fine, so we'd signed. We were pressured, pressurized to signing and we signed. Six weeks later, we've looked at each other and we said, we, we cannot do this because we're not... We don't believe the story that she's yeah. telling us. It doesn't make sense. And we cannot lie to our customers. It's our reputation. And if we continue to take money for a product that's not working. Mm. So we, of course, we have to do it. Um, in a, we have to s explain in a certain way. Um, but we basically said to her, we'll give you all your product back. Um, we call it our great £500,000 mistake. Mm. We'll give you all our product back and you pay us back for it and then it's yours to do what you want or we will discount it up to 80% and just get it out there in the market. Mm. Well, she didn't have the money to take it back. She'd gone on a, a great big sort of sandals holiday. Right. And you know what those are like. They're yeah. about three grand a night or something. Yeah. So that had all gone on. And... Um, that's what we had to do. And we, we, the thing is, the truth always comes out. And it wasn't really until maybe... But that's so honest of you even just to tell me because lots of businesses don't, they're not forthright about the mistakes. And well, it's I think you have to be because, uh, one, it shows that we were more bothered about doing yeah, the right exactly. thing to our customer yeah. than half a million yeah. quid. And we yeah. did get, about being authentic, you know, whether it? we got half of that back is, is, is neither here nor there. It was a loss to us, mm. but it was better to do the right thing than to continue to do the wrong thing. Yeah. Or to actually, we hadn't done the wrong thing because we'd never used all these marketing lines she'd used. We'd never actually mm. used them because we were yeah. concerned about it. But the moment we just thought, do you know what, this isn't right. So, so yeah, that was an ultimate screw up. If you ask mm. any of us in a room, if you, and we were all there at the same time, you know, what's the worst thing you've done? We'd all go, oh. Da 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 da, which is the name yeah. of the company. Da da, da 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 I wish we could bottle what you have, because <laughs> there are so oh, many women, particularly in the midlife, that lose their way and lose their confidence and their sense of ownership. And you, you have that oh, in abundance. Thank you. I think you know to the to the ladies out there who maybe have, and it could be for any reasons. It could be for, you know, maybe they've gone through a divorce. Tick done mm. that. You know. Um, that they feel that they're never going to find the right person. And, you know, I I talk about laws of attraction and, you know, I know it's each to their own. It's not a religion. It's not a cult. It's honestly, I when you think positively, when you're kind, when you try and do the right things for the right reasons, when you just say thank you a thousand times, it's like one of the most important words. You know, people treat people so terribly sometimes and you go to Costa or, and you just hear people like, 
get me a small or a grande whatever there's no please or look at their name tag hey sam thank you i'd like a grande cappuccino whatever they just they're rude and i don't believe in that i believe that you should be as nice as possible to anybody and i'm not trying to sound like a bloody do-gooder or goody two-shoes i'm really not i believe that i have a a good life and a I think good things happen because I try and do that for others. Yeah. I think that when you're in that dark space, and believe me, I have been in, especially in 07 when all that was going mm. on. I mean, I'd, I would wake up feeling sick mm. before we knew if we had that contract or not, thinking, yeah. what am I going to do with my life if we don't get the C&D contract? You know, mm. it was like, and then I kept thinking, don't think like that. So every morning I would wake up and I'd go, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting us sign that contract. You know, like mm. it. So you have to mm. ask for what you want, act like you have it before yeah. you have it, yeah. and be absolutely 100% thankful for having it. And I think if you can put those three things in a row and just act like you've got what you want. So if you're, if you're, you know, if you're missing a person in your life, Stop sleeping on the right-hand side. You know, stop sleeping in the middle of the bed. Sleep on the right-hand side of the bed so you're ready for the dude to to get into the left-hand side of the bed, you know. Start thinking about those little things that you would do if somebody were with you. Mm. Or, I mean, you can turn it around on anything. And I know it can be difficult maybe if you don't have somebody to talk. Talk to me. I'll help. (laughs) I don't mind. I always try and find the, the, you know... A way to make a difference I think in a positive way but sure you have you have your moments you know I mean listen personally everybody has something going on in their personal yeah. life don't yeah. they there's you know your your families you can't live with them and you can't live without them there's always yeah. something but you just get through it mm. hopefully with as much love as you can sometimes you want to kill them but that's beside <laughs> the point <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. It's just been, yeah, absolute pleasure. Oh, right. Last three questions. Yes. Do you, talking about books, because you've mentioned a few books during mm. this, what's what's kind of your most favoured book that's inspired you that comes to mind? Well, I love, I love uh, Alexander McQueen. Mm. I always have done. And anything. you have done. I, well, we do, we do, yeah, we have, um, and I've also seen him. We did Ugh. the the Black Amex show, uh, which was amazing. I mean, he he was a true, unbelievable talent. Um, if any of you are flying, or or even I think it's on Netflix, but there is the story. Yes, it's it's yeah. really really good. And he he was this tortured soul. Uh, but I love any of those coffee table but I could sit there and just look for hours at the silhouettes and how he how he could just take a pair of scissors and do something within seconds it would look different and Mm. I think he just got to that point where he just thought I just don't know what else I can do to top all these amazing ideas and shows that I've had and it's just so sad that I mean um but I love sort of books like that um um, anything sort of creative. What about a song that really motivates you? Please tell me it's an 80s tune. <laughs> oh, it will be, but hold on. Okay, you're going to die. Um, but I can't think who sings it, and I have to look it up, but every time I hear it, I go, oh, I love this song, Calling All the Heroes. Oh, yes. Do you remember that yeah. one? It's a brilliant song. Oh, but I it was like, they up. were like a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Go on to Spotify, yes, you'll find it. Yeah. 
uh, anything by Queen. Yeah. And yes. I mean, I remember I, he used to go to all the Queen concerts. We're, you know, lucky enough to see that man. Well, all of them, yeah. but particularly Freddie Live. I I could not wait to see that movie. I thought he was yes. absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm really so is. thrilled that he won yeah. the Oscar. Yeah. But they live in concert were in fact I went with your ex-husband you did you went to Paris yeah we did oh, I, 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 was, I was not invited I was going like, to say I don't really know why no. I ended up going but absolutely amazing mm. but I don't know anything from the 80s mm. really but probably Head Over Heels by Tears yeah. for Fears is okay. another classic like banging tune so. and lastly who yeah. inspires you um, I, I will say my mum, first mm. of all, because I simply wouldn't be here without her. Mm. Um, I, I would put Marion in there, bless her as well, because what she's done for the session side of the industry, I mean, she works with everybody. I mean, Sam McKnight, who's famous in hair, Nick Knight, who shows his studio, who's just a genius in every way. She, she's, she's done stuff with, you know, it's like, Sex in the City movie, you know, and all. Yeah. It, I mean, she's just amazing. And um, but my mentor, Jim Nordstrom, mm. uh, I simply don't think I would be the business person that I've kind of grown into, and it's taken a while, mm. believe me. But without him, always been, I've always got him to be able to ask, or he'll push gently, or mm. um, and Jim's sister Jan. I mean, she's a, a legend. You know, she has a, a stage presence uh, that is second to none, and. You think I'm passionate about nails? You should hear her. I mean, she's. You know, I can imagine the whole room if you. Oh yeah, but she, but Jan, sort of again. I mean, she does a lot New York Fashion Week, and she's 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 kind of. You guys all know who Annie Lennox is. You know, lead singer of Eurythmics. Jan kind of looks like her, although her haircut is not. It's it's very short and blonde. Google Jan Arnold, mm. and you'll see. The nail industry would not be what it is without that lady. She's she's incredible. Mm. So you know, but you're kind of industry. surrounded by yeah, strong and my strong husband. People. He's a good dude. <laughs> 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 and my kids. Oh my god, it's not an Oscar speech, but you know, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. Really oh, appreciate Rachel, it. Thank lovely you. to catch up yeah, with you. Yeah, you as well. It's so lovely to see you. So, if anybody would like to um, find out more about Sweet Squared, please visit sweepsquared.com. And you can also follow Sam on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha Sweet. And you are just a huge inspiration to, particularly for midlife women, to show, you know, in your 50s, you're still rocking it. You're still in there with your business, as passionate as you were 20 years ago, if not more so, probably. Oh, bless And you. I am sure you've still got high ambitions for the future and years to come. Well, we'll keep, we'll keep, we'll keep on going. Never say never. There are a few things in the pipeline I'm quite excited about. Watch this so space. Watch, watch this space uh, carefully. But honestly, thank you so much for... For doing this, it's 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 taken a while, hasn't yes, it? it? We has. kept missing each other, yeah. but um, yeah, and to you. your listeners as well, I hope you uh, hope you guys enjoyed. And if there is anything I can do, please feel free to reach out. Thanks Fabulous. for listening. Thank you so much. So in a fortnight, I will be joined by another fellow Rachel, Rachel Lancaster, founder of Magnificent Midlife. Rachel is another champion for midlife women and her positive attitude towards ageing is infectious. So we're going to be talking about what it's like to go through the menopause much earlier than expected, how she attacks life and what keeps her motivated. Thank you for listening to this week's Out of the Bubble. And I hope it's left you feeling inspired. 
I'd love to hear from you. Who inspires you and why? Please get in touch. You can contact me via my website, rachelperumodel.com or leave a message on the Anchor app. And if you're listening via iTunes, don't forget you can leave feedback. In the meantime, keep being fabulous.